Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 20, Yarndy Stash. I can't even believe it's 20. I know, that's insane. I was actually thinking about that because, okay, oddly enough, when I think of our episodes, I think of each week. Not that anybody, any of us are pregnant, but when I hear someone say 20 weeks, like I'm like, oh, (laughs) our little podcast is five months long. Like, I don't know. It's crazy, though. That is crazy. So shout out to our listeners that have stuck it out this long with us. I know. And all the new ones. It is exciting. Yes. Um. So let's do our, our standard catch up. What are you working on right now? Still that American flag blanket. I'm okay. a loser. <laughs> no, I mean, that thing's a beast. So I worked on it some last night, too. Some more. I keep getting sidetracked is the problem. And... Uh, well and eric has been on vacation for the last few weeks also and oh my god can you hear that cat oh i can who is that is that my baby i'm moving to the other room i can't get any pizza in this house i'm telling you i love it not even for five minutes hold on okay she just hears my voice here yep she hears my voice (laughs) <laughs> singing the song of her people I can't. it's it's crazy okay so i'm in an interior room of the house so there should be no nonsense happening are you in um, a tornado shelter <laughs> i need a basement or something well i'll tell you i was outside um for a few minutes and then i started getting cold so i was like i don't want to be the weirdo out here in the front yard with the blanket on and my lawn chair doing a podcast so i'll just go back in the house let's be honest you didn't want that guy to stop again and ask if you have any neighbors that are also <laughs> running for a political thing that are also have signs in your yard that could right. be your uncle right i just <sighs> i just don't even know um uh, but again at least you have friendly yeah. neighbors um the opposite here i don't know if you just heard that banging We've got no. about a 50-pound squirrel, I feel like, on the roof of our porch that I don't know what's going on out there, man, but it's not good. So if you do hear any banging, uh, it's these Ohio squirrels. They are getting <laughs> steroidish, out of control. Uh, I know. Actually, not that I'm afraid of squirrels, but there are a lot of squirrels, and our little next-door neighbor, Jerry, feeds them peanuts, like like a whole bag full. He would just open up the back door and just dump it on the ground. Oh, so when I go to get work, or no, that's a lie. When I go to get coffee in the morning or go to work, there's like 60 squirrels outside. <laughs> and I don't like them because when they see me, they just freeze. And I would rather that they like run off in fear. Right. But they don't. Like they just freeze. Like what is this bitch doing right now? And they won't move. Like if they're close to my car, I'll be like, please don't get me. Please don't get me. Because I don't want to run in with a squirrel. They're pretty tough. Mm-hmm. We used to have a one-eyed squirrel that lived near us. Um, oh. I mean, they're fearless. Like, I, 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 they hold me hostage. Whether I'm trying to get out of the car or in the car, there's just squirrels everywhere. So, these ones around here, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not afraid of squirrels, but I am a little iffy on these ones. <laughs> they're waiting for a handout. So between those and the bear-sized raccoons that live in the sewer drain, I don't know, folks. I don't, I don't know that I recommend city living. <laughs> I call this city living. What's our population? Like 12,000? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I watched a video one time. um, It's probably Facebook or something of this rat. And I want to say it was New York City. And it was like just carrying away like an entire slice of pizza in its mouth. Like through the subway. (laughs) Not bothered at all by anybody. 
maybe we have a listener in New York that can talk to us more about this, but I've only ever, when we lived outside of Philly, we could, I mean, drive to New York for the day. So that's what we would do a lot of times is just drive in for the day. Mom loved driving our giant ass SUV into the city. You had to fold the mirrors in because the traffic was so crazy. And Oh my God. But that, yeah, that was her, that was her thing though, man. She always drove and was kind of crazy about it, but no, she's kind of driver you. that like, she would turn the radio down because she was driving. And clearly, whether the radio was on or off affected those driving skills. Right. Uh, but we used to get the best knockoff purses there. and But I couldn't do... The subway was really smelly. And then the rats. Like, uh, I couldn't do the rats. The only way you could ever pay me to live in New York City is if I was a bajillionaire and had, like, some penthouse, safe, rat-free, giant place up in some skyscraper. I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a no. I'll visit and take my knockoff bags back home. Yeah, I'm not about wildlife at all. <laughs> I mean, it's okay if it keeps its distance, but no. Yeah, Especially I mean, not dragging pizzas, like, <laughs> through the street and stuff. Right. I mean, they'll take off with your baby. I, I would be afraid of that, probably. What are you yeah. working on? I know we got sidetracked. I'm sorry. We always do. It's okay. That's uh, what I enjoy. I just finished up a Christmas hat. I don't like making hats. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't like making no? hats. No. Here's the thing. I think I have high expectations because I thought that like, see, this is why the part of me is not good to come. Not that I compare myself to you because obviously we are light years apart on our skill set here. Well, but... they're different, different but, like, skills. I look at you. You whip out a hat in the blink of a literal eye. Like, we can have a conversation and you're like, oh, here's a chicken hat. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane so i'm like man i'm gonna i'm gonna nail down these circular needles and just start rocking hats out if i could rock out like a hat every couple of days even yeah that's gonna be great i hate decreases in circular needles i might have <laughs> pulled a pec muscle <laughs> <laughs> because i get really like tense and i'm like digging the needle in when you have to get down at to the top it's terrible <laughs> Uh, this melody. <laughs> oh, oh, is that a thing? Can I do that? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm working from home, kind of, so maybe it, does that count? I can claim it as a workforce Does injury. it infect your ability to type emails? I mean, possibly with my left hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, at first I was like, all right, Sanford and Son, it's the big one. I'm having this heart attack. But it wasn't because, like, every time I move my arm, it hurts. And then on my lunch break today, I was finishing the top. And I was like, oh, this is definitely what it's from. Like, seriously, I pulled a muscle in my chest knitting. What's wrong with me? So I'm just stating it out in the universe. I don't like making hats. Maybe that'll change over time when I get more confident in how to do these decreases without pulling whole muscles. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Well. Yeah. So, um. Okay, but this is going to segue us into the perfect thing here because this episode is about yarn de stashes. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, listening, there are a lot of uh, groups on Facebook, or you can even look in Facebook Marketplace. Or if you are my husband, you could search on Craigslist because that is still a thing, uh, which was quite the surprise to me. I also like looking on eBay, but all of these different places you can look and just type in like yarn de stash. And there are tons of ladies that, just like us, love to hoard yarn. And then 
they need more yarn, but in order to do so, they have to part with some of what they have. So, <sighs> I'm just not a de-statcher. I me neither. <laughs> I'm emotionally involved with, with all of my yarn. <laughs> yes, I would have a hard time parting with any of it, and I even have a box of scrap yarn to make a scrap blanket out. That's going to be my next project after I get this um, American flag blanket done. Is oh, okay. doing a scrap busting blanket. Hmm, that sounds and fun. We all know how much I hate blankets, but I really need to get this American flag one done because Erica's been home on vacation for the last year and a half. No, not really. Like the last few weeks, but it's about like a year and a half that he has been on vacation because he just has like legit weeks and weeks and weeks of vacation time a year. I'm so jealous. I know. (laughs) I know. So he has been home. So I've just been distracted in the evenings with watching TV or whatever with him. And not, not that I can't crochet and do that at the same time, but like when he's home, I just like to focus more attention on him, I guess, and what we're doing in the conversation and stuff. I like to be present in the moment because aside from him not having, um, nights home with me you know I mean he's got his vacation time but when he's working we see each other for maybe an hour a day so when he is home like I like to yeah time with him so now I'm I'm getting on the I got to get back on the crochet and bandwagon and get these get these things knocked out especially since fairs are back on this year yes so I looked in some of the Facebook groups, and I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the Facebook groups is a risk, not a reward always. Because I feel like some of those ladies are like, yeah, what's up? I've had these 27 skeins of yarn for the last 10 years, and I'm going to at least ask what I paid for them. Right. (laughs) No, the point is you're trying to get like make a bargain sale to get rid of it in bulk. Yes, or the ones that... Or, like, it's no longer made anymore, so it's limited edition, or it's vintage, or it's hard to it's find, still or just yarn. whatever. Right. Well, and okay, so I made two purchases this week, and it's kind of a big deal because I, I have incredible mom guilt, and for whatever reason, like, not because we don't have money, we definitely do, but I just never buy myself anything because mm-hmm. I will talk myself out of 12 reasons why I don't really need that right now. Um, yeah or like oh well I could wait until then but like I'll just rationalize that I don't need it but Mm -hmm. I well okay so I'll backtrack just started looking on Craigslist dirty look of the week this week goes to this lady that I don't even really know her name and she lives in Centerville Ohio (laughs) on Dayton Craigslist I'm gonna call her out because (sighs) she had an incredible yarn de-stash that she was selling And when I say incredible, like, I am so sad that I didn't get this. Why she's getting the dirty look, though, is not because I didn't get it. I'm happy to whomever got it, and I hope that they just knit or crochet their hearts out with all that yarn. But I am sad because we tried to contact this lady for, like, a week, and it was posted, 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 posted. She didn't reply to me or Jeff, and I lied. I do know her name, but I'm not going to put that out here on Facebook because I might have searched the address that came up at the posting and then backtrack searched her on Facebook 
and sent her a message like I'm not sure if you're getting my messages on Craigslist but I found you here and I'm really interested in the yarn and I'm waiting on my restraining order I was gonna say about those stocking charges (laughs) yes it's coming I'm sure of it but the courthouse woman booked today on charges of stocking over a yarn (laughs) yarn haul oh man it was a haul too I mean it was incredible but so then I got really sad about that and got to looking on eBay for different lots of yarn. And as everybody knows, I've talked, uh, I feel like on every episode about these trivets that I really want to make everyone for Christmas. Um, I don't really think any of my family listens here. So they're all still going to be surprised about this, believe it or not. But um, you have to use cotton because otherwise the other stuff melts. Is that right? The acrylic mm-hmm. melts? Okay. Yeah. So I found a great deal on a lot of the like sugar and cream or peaches and cream. No, that's a 112 song. Um, <laughs> something in cream. Is it sugar and cream? Yes. Okay. The cotton yarn. But anyhow, mm-hmm. there was like a super great variety um, of colors, some Christmas ones, some, you know, different, I don't know, different colorways and things, all brand new skeins. There was like 29 of them. And I paid 50 bucks free shipping and that's a pretty darn good deal because they're $3.99 without any coupons or anything, a skein at, you know, the local whatever fabric stores and things. Mm-hmm. So that was a really good deal. And then on your discontinued vintage yarn, I found this amazing yarn that I'm kind of obsessed with. We'll see if I'm obsessed with it once I touch it. I guess the look of it, I really like, but it's, um, I'm not, I'm going to butcher this. It's like, Schachenmeyer or Schachenmeyer yarn. It's like S-C-H-A-C-H-E-N-M-A-Y-E-R something like that crazy. Um, But they have a couple of different sets. Like if you look up Boston Mix or Boston Style, the one I got that was, you know, a discontinued whatever, it was 99 cents for this game. So I'm not feeling hard pressed about it being vintage or whatever. But I'm really excited because it's like a self-striping and it's like hot pink, black, black and white, gray and pink, like all these super mm-hmm. fun colors. So I think I might use that for my fair entry. I like it. Um, I'm, I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay. So you've thoroughly read up on this. Um, we have the way our fairs work here uh, in the States, each county has a fair and then if your project does really well, whether it's an animal or a 4-H project, whatever it is, if your project, you know, wins uh, the blue ribbon or gets first place, or I'm not really sure of the livestock, you could probably fill us in there, but uh, you get to go to the state fair and show your stuff off there. And I don't know if they're doing entries at the state fair this year or not. Eric and I were talking about that tonight when we went on a walk and I said I hadn't heard anything about it. The last I heard was they were still doing like the fair stuff as far as um animals and stuff the 4-h stuff the kids the animals the entries all that but i don't think they're doing like no Smokey the bear none of the traditional i just miss the butter sculpture yeah that's always fun but um so sarah and i are looking to enter our local county fair with some projects but when you were reading so okay when does that cover how many entries does that cover or do you have to um, pay like each entry as well i think it covers as many as you want well then game on to, in the next couple weeks yeah i'm gonna have to ask them well i think you can only enter one per category 
but there was only three knitting categories i think so i can enter we all know i'm not gonna enter hat because i think you should try anyway i mean you've got until they don't have to be okay it's until the 9th or 10th of next month yes however today is already the 15th so that to me is 15 and 10 that's that's less than a month for me so we will be lucky if i can crank one scarf out by then let alone any other projects i'll start at one end and you start at the other and you'll just have a half crocheted half knitted scarf we could <laughs> call it the lady and the tramp because of this like, and they meet like, in the middle right we don't know what category this fits into but <laughs> challenge us i dare did. you actually i told uh i told pat last night uh which is jeff's 85 year old grandpa um i told him that we were going to enter some projects in the fair and he was like what like i don't think that he thought i still i think he thinks kids do that for like 4-h that yeah. not not grown women perhaps yeah um and i was like oh yeah pap i'm gonna show those old ladies how it's done and he <laughs> lost his mind like i think mm. he likes that we're trying to challenge these old biddies here in the county for uh. <laughs> for the run at knitting and crochet but but yeah so i don't know i think we're gonna enter some projects and i mean like i don't other than like clear bragging rights which let me tell you if i were to get any sort of a ribbon no one would ever hear the end of it at least <laughs> until next year's fair i would probably change my work email signature to like Brittany rogers <laughs> blue ribbon winner in the knitting category of the Fayette county fair would how you- fast do you think our boss's boss would catch that in the signature uh it wouldn't take long i feel like it would be immediate that i would get an email <laughs> like what is this right <laughs> yeah um We'll have to get you one of those shadow boxes from like yes. the Hobby Lobby or something. Yes. For your ribbon. If I get like, a, if I get a ribbon, we are shadow boxing it. Yeah. Put it right up there with your kids' sports trophies. <laughs> I'm just loving this idea already. So other aside from the ribbon, which is clearly important with the bragging rights, did you see that there are also paid prizes? Yeah. And they vary from like three dollars to one dollar depending mm-hmm. on your placement. Yeah. Yeah, you never get back, like, what you have to spend in the entry fee unless you put in, like, umpteen projects. But it's fine. Like, that's not what I, that's not why I do it anyway, you know? No, and but to... it to me is almost comical that they're like, hey, you 57-year-old woman, great knitted blanket you made. Here's $2. <laughs> like, why? Why even do that? Do most people donate right. that back, I wonder, or, like, just keep the chance? I never change? did. I kept my check. Okay, you want to write me a check for four dollars? I'll take it. Maybe we won't cash it, and we'll put them in the shadow boxes. I might go ahead and mobile deposit mine, (laughs) (laughs) and then put it in the shadow box. Nobody will be able to see the back of it. Right, hilarious! I love it. Um, well, that's good because I was wondering what else came with that. Um, can we talk about something else? Why I hate hats? Well, okay. I'm an idiot. And instead of just like, I don't know, being a normal person and trying to just make a hat, I decided to get squirt, get jiggy with it, uh, Will Smith. And <laughs> I definitely used three different colors of yarn and striped it out myself, changing those colors. Mm-hmm. So you better believe that I had yeah. mad ends to weave. Well, you did a good job. Thanks. It's okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's not terrible. I got, here's my problem. I keep trying to do this without a pattern because I'm not really good at reading patterns yet. So then I just try to wing it. And that's that's not really going to work. That's why patterns are a thing, Brittany, because 
you can't just wing it. I'm not good enough to wing it. You, you can wing it. You wung a dang llama hat on like a six hour notice. <laughs> like it was nobody's business, but I am not there yet. So I had like 64 ins to try to weave in afterwards. And I guess I need to maybe look that up more. I've never really checked it out. I've just always kind of whopper jawed it myself and I get my little yarn needle and loop it in there and then loop de lure a few times and tie a knot like I don't really know is there a method to tying that off or because here's what's going to happen I'm going to get super good at knitting stuff except for every time anybody washes it is going to disintegrate in the wash I don't I mean I don't know as far as knitting goes with crocheting I typically crochet over my ends I still tie them off just to keep them secure but then I crochet over them because I just do not have the patience to be weaving in ends after projects do. And God love the people that do because I do see a lot of people's craftkins and stuff on Facebook. And the front of it is like immaculate. And then they turn it around to the back of it. And it's like, and I have 62,000 ends to weave in. I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I would be finding some kind of backing or something to just sew around that. I've seen some socks like that <laughs> I'm too. Not doing that. Some of the socks that people knit are like that, too. Like, the outside, I'm like, oh, that is badass. And then the inside, I'm like, there's no way I could let that touch my leg. What is that? Where <laughs> they try to, like, carry the color, and there's 8,000 loops yeah. behind there. And no, yeah. I don't I don't know. I did join some sock knitting groups, and I think that that might be, once I get past these trivets and such, that's going to be my next venture, I think, is to try the socks. Because they're, there's a lot of very basic patterns. I don't like that they call every basic pattern vanilla. Vanilla mm-hmm. sock pattern. Vanilla two-at-a-time socks. Vanilla toe-up socks. Everything is vanilla if you want something basic. And I don't know why we can't just say oh. basic. Right. But there's some of these ladies get these really, really long circular needles. Mm-hmm. And kid you not, we'll be knitting like five pair of socks at a time. Like they'll have like the first two for that pair and then like a space down on the needles and the next two for that pair and they're just cranking along like knit 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 slide knit 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 slide and like literally knitting like tons of socks at one time it's crazy it's crazy that's wild i feel like they don't have real jobs or they are retired from said right or they're working remotely and their boss doesn't know that they are knitting 12 socks at a time. With their- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can appreciate that. But I like that our job, there is absolutely no way I could try to sneak no. that in. Because we are, for a lack of a better term, balls to the wall. Right. And uh, yeah. that would be, I mean, when I first, first started way back in the day uh 2008-ish it was slow in the evenings Mm -hmm. and on the shift that I was on yeah and I used to sneak and read the Harry Potter books while I was working because at that time there was literally like a few of us just to hold the fort down until the end of the night and right we wouldn't really hear much from anybody and I would I mean read for a half an hour straight and then be like my phone is ringing have to mark where I'm at in my book like how dare you we just didn't appreciate then the quiet (laughs) we what we thought was busy was not busy I know because now it's like okay I've got three seconds to take it and three two the phone is ringing again and it's just it's crazy well and I think too that being in a rush like that has kind of 
conditioned us to be in a rush with everything else also because when we get off work at five then I get like my evening cleaning and stuff done and it's like I can have the whole house clean in seven minutes (laughs) (laughs) because like it's just constantly like go 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 and I'm like that with eating and I know that that's terrible and probably why I weigh seven thousand pounds but oh my god (laughs) I I feel like like I usually get, you know, the kids' plates and stuff first and get them started and get everybody's going and get mine going. And I'm usually one of the last to sit down. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, here's the five minute chance I have to inhale this food before somebody needs something. So then I'm also almost always the first one done. And yeah. I know that's not a good thing, but it's like you said, it's like we're conditioned to just be like flying through everything. Right. If you if you're not doing something, there's a there's about to be a fire or something you know i know well and we are in the home stretch of baseball season which yes i can't complain we've really had some good weather and it's not been like crazy last year because of covid our season got a really late start and so we were playing baseball like mid-july and it was way too freaking hot for that mm-hmm. so we've had a really good season and both kids teams made it to the championship game exciting it is exciting, except for, guess what? Newsflash, they're both at 7 o'clock, both on Monday. Oh, no. So, it's at the same ballpark, just two different fields. So, I will be the lunatic standing in the middle, just kind of yelling at both. But, yeah. oh my gosh, we Gatlin's team is undefeated, and they're just having a killer season. But Oh, Remy's did they win their team, game yesterday? They won their game yesterday, and oh, Remy's good. team won her game yesterday, too, but it was like a... You would have thought it was the World Series. Oh. we we were there all night and the game went late and the other team ended up catching us and it was 19 to 19 and I'm talking like, like 10 o'clock last night which is really late I mean that's like past my normal bedtime and we're all out here at the baseball field but at this point because the game is close and everybody's getting crazy like some of the parents were getting a little heated and we had to remind some folks that scholarships are not handed out at the little league field it's so outrageous. Pipe it down. Um, right. But, albeit, it was a killer game. And little Remy, who has hit the ball like once all season, gets up there. She has two strikes. We've got some. We tied it up. We got runners on. And, dude, she hits that ball. We all lost our ever-loving minds. That's so exciting. Um, yep, she knocked two in. And they won. But, like, the whole other side, like, everybody was just cheering and watching it. It was really sweet. But, we rocked it. I'm surprised to have a voice left today because, I mean, literally, you would have thought these kids just won a championship of sorts. It wasn't yeah. just a regular old game, but we're we're pretty excited. But our baseball season's almost over, so I've been dragging my yarn to that, and that's not bad. But it's hard for us because, like you said, you like to get your stuff done in the evenings. And, I mean, the second I'm done with work, if like yesterday, a double game day, we had to be there at 5.15, and we didn't get home until after 10. Um. So took my christmas hat stuff with me and i don't know it's funny now some of the baseball parents will be like you ever get that blanket done or well that hat's <laughs> looking good because i started it the other night at baseball i know every time they're like did you get that blanket done i'm like no thank you for asking no, right <laughs> <sighs> thank you for the reminder yeah but i don't know we'll have a little bit of a break before our next sportings so we'll have i don't know next week will be the end of baseball and then We'll have, I guess, about a month before football starts. Well, they'll have some camps here and there, but but I don't know. The hotter it gets, the less I feel like dragging this yarn bag around, that's for sure. Yeah. I 
yeah, I probably should not try to do a blanket when I get this American flag blanket done because we all know how I detest blankets. Have but you ever done a temperature blanket? I haven't. No, they just, I don't like the way they look when they're done. And I know a lot of people do, like, that's their thing. And I'm not against them. I just, I don't, I like symmetry and I just don't like, (laughs) I don't don't like how it doesn't look like it flows. Yeah, I agree with that because I also like the way that patterns look or like good self-striping looks and not, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like they kind of look like. Like, suppose you hit a polar vortex like we happen to do. Thank you to our listeners in Canada for sending us all that cold air. We really love it. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. We do get the polar vortex, though, from Canada. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, so what? You've got a couple of different stripes and a couple of different stripes. And then there's a solid month of negative 35 and, like, the pale blue. And mm-hmm. But I always thought, like, I don't know. We have a lot of babies recently in our family. Shout out to my two baby nephews. Mm-hmm. They are so stinking cute. Um, but I thought about maybe trying to do like a little, uh, we'll see how good I get, but perhaps looking up because I haven't started it now. So I would have to go back and look at the temperatures to write them down, but making like a small baby sized blanket or even smaller, like a, yeah, not a full like receiving size blanket, maybe even smaller than that for their first birthday of the temperatures from the first year. Okay. But even though it's kind of janky striping, I feel like that would be more of a keepsake type thing. Right. I don't, I don't know. My problem with blankets is that they're big and I get bored easily. And so I'm like, I don't know, with a scarf or even a hat, working in the round is really easy and fast because you're just going around and around and around. Mm-hmm. But like working on a scarf, like I feel like I can crank that up. So I'm like, all right, cool. Here's another row and another row. Yeah. And another one, DJ Khaled. But when you're <laughs> making a blanket, I'm like, oh God, can I just get through this one row, please? And then I'm taking a break because that's like 7,000 stitches. Yeah. That's so with the American flag blanket, I have, I have to shout my mom out too on this. I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but yesterday, <laughs> I sent her this message and said, I'm on the seventh stripe of your blanket. And she was like, how many stripes are there? And I was like, oh, oh. flag 13. <laughs> <laughs> Not the flag before. But she was like, oh, that's right. Duh. She meant but, rows. She right. rows. Yeah, I think that's what she meant. Like how many rows? I don't know. But I was like, uh, 13. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, are you joking? But, um, yeah. And then, and but really though, the blanket part is not the hard part. It's the daggone stars that are tedious because you gotta crochet the fifty of them, and then you gotta pin them on so they're even, and then sew them on. And so, I mean, the blanket is not the blanket part's not even the part that irritates me. <laughs> sewing on the stars. Yeah, but it does look so good. I mean, I've gotten so many compliments. I might tell her, not tell her, ask her if she minds if I enter that one into the green. If not, you can enter mine. Okay. You made me, because it's worth showing off 100,000%. Thanks. 
I um, so is Green yeah. County doing theirs? As far as I know, I have not heard otherwise. Um, their Facebook said that they were planning on a full fair, if I remember correctly. But when I looked on their website to see um, where I can get the registration forms and stuff, they didn't have them updated yet. It's just still showed canceled from 2020. So, Do you know what shows that it's happening this year? The what? The Pumpkin Show shows oh, that it's it? happening this year. That's good because that town really needs it. That's, I mean, that's a big, that's a big uh, revenue maker for that town. Yeah, I mean, the whole school shuts down for that week because of the pumpkin show. Right. I mean, people from just all over the world come. So Yeah, if, if anybody listening wants to look it up, the Circleville Pumpkin Show is the greatest free show on earth. Mm-hmm. That's their little tagline. Uh, but it is really pretty cool. And uh, perhaps, I don't know, we got a front yard we can set up in maybe this fall. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's fun. I was sad that they didn't have it last year. I felt like that was that was unfortunate for the town, and I know that nobody really knew what was going on last year. But I'm glad that they are having it this year. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll definitely be a big, big thing for them because it is always anyway. Uh, and so, especially after a year missed, I mean. Right. And I'm excited to see how things go this year and everything being relaxed and all that. So hopefully next year everything is back on like the Scarecrow Festival. Yeah, um, I agree. That would be a good one. And I'm ho- I'm hoping they still have it because we still have some time. Oh, they're 100% between now and not. Then. They're not. I was hoping they would change their mind. Who do I... we need to write on city council or who's in charge of that? <laughs> Who do I need to send a letter to? Oh, I could give you some names. 100%. Okay. Got you covered there. Okay. Some city council folk. I hope yeah. they're listeners. That would make my day. <laughs> Listen up, Faco. Well, and like, so in the sauerkraut festival, I didn't do that one this year because they didn't know if they were going to be doing it or not. The corn festival, we didn't do because they were up in the air on that, um, as far as I know. And so, I mean, I'll still go, I'll still visit them, but it just sucks not being a part of it this year because I'm used to being a vendor and not necessarily a shopper. So it does, it makes me sad because I feel like I'm missing like a part of my year. But to me, I need to, I need to see how it goes first because Things are relaxed now, but they're not that relaxed. And if they're trying to get me to Lysol or Clorox, my crochet scarves and stuff, like, that's not going to happen. So. I know. I just, I don't know. It sucks. I hate. Well, if nothing else, let's plan on going to, we can go to the Sauerkraut Festival uh, just as spectators because, man, do they have some good food. Yeah. Well, and Lindsay, she's going to be a vendor there this year. I'm pretty sure. She asked me if I was doing it this year, and I said no, because I just, I don't know what their regulations are going to be, and is that something that's compatible with what I sell, and, you know, I don't, and I don't want to, I just don't want to ruin it for future years, also, if it's not to par. Like, there's just a lot of unknowns for me that it just doesn't make it worth it for me, but I'll tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) 
I was just going to say, I think what I'm going to do this year, though, really, since I'm not doing the festivals, is um, I don't, I, I want to start working on, like, a theme of something. Because I feel like my booths are always just kind of a mismatch of stuff. Because I, I just, I crochet stuff that is for the moment. And there's never really any rhyme or reason for it. So what I want to do is I want to have some more... Um, uh, uniformity. Set it up. Seasons. Spring colors. Fall colors. Yeah. Shop your seasons. Right. Or, and I was thinking too, like, say we do the pumpkin show in the front yard. What if I just only took crocheted pumpkins, pumpkin hats, pumpkin scarves, pumpkin... Now for that, whatever. 100%, I feel like that would be gone in no time flat. And as much as I hate hats, I feel like my wonky hats will make some really funky looking little pumpkins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're looking for the positive here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I want to, I don't know, I want to I wanna think about that kind of stuff this year and how can I make my stuff look less like a consignment shop and more like a professional you could instead of seasons you could even do by like holiday-ish colors and themes yeah like i feel like for this festival season coming since we don't like you said know what's really gonna happen I want to look at two craft bazaars at schools and stuff for like Christmas time. Oh yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Because I think that those will probably be happening. Yeah. And I feel like that would be probably not much risk, not like the bigger festivals where you're paying a buku. Like you're probably paying what, like right. fifty bucks for a. If that, I would doubt it'd even be that because a lot of times it's just like a donation to the cheerleaders or whatever, and maybe like fifteen twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we'll get on that. I don't know. Hopefully we're upcoming on it. So once, you know, summer's over, I hope that people start posting. Well, and I think once the schools decide what they're going to do this year too, like that'll give us a lot of information also. Yes, I agree. I'm just irritated with the whole 2020, 2021. And I know that I need to not be so bitter because I can't do anything to change it, but I'm bitter. (laughs) I I feel like my entire world is topsy turvy and I want to know who I'm going to hold responsible for it. I know. And it's so weird to me because it's like the time warp. I'll spare you that song also listeners, (laughs) but you should look up. There's a sweet dance that goes with it. Um, but I feel like it's a time warp because in my mind, I think, well, last year when we, that wasn't last year, like in my head, I know. it's I know. like, I am literally missing an entire year. And I, know. I know everybody feels that way. And aside from, you know, missing years, people are missing lives. And like, I get that. I'm not trying to be callous to, you know, what's happened. Our first world problems with not having festivals, obviously, you know, it's a big deal, but it's just so weird to me that when I think in my head, it's literally like, like I feel like in the movie Men in Black when they flash you with the pen like mm-hmm. like we all got flashed with the pen last year right I don't know I can just... we get the flashing pen can we get Will Smith on that because I would really like to flash some memories or go find some people and give them a flashy flash does anyone have a Hermione necklace where we can just go ahead and just take a quick little jaunt back to 2019 and uh, if we had the Hermione necklace no. I would jaunt back to different places other than 
2019. I would jaunt back to like Little House on the Prairie. I would <laughs> jaunt back and wear the curtain dress in Gone with the Wind. I I'll man, just go we, ahead and stay in the 50s. I was just gonna say if we jump back to the 50s or 60s, we're probably never coming back. Sorry, podcast. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That technology didn't uh, exist back then. We might have had a radio show back in the day, but right. no, we wouldn't have because we were women. We wouldn't have had a radio show. <laughs> But I loved their little dresses too. I'm really like I love yeah. all of the T length little kitten heels. Like that is my era and the I would have to be a homemaker. Yes. Some victory roll hair mm-hmm. and yes. Let's find an excuse. Maybe can we do pin up this Halloween? Like Oh sure. Style? I wasn't really sure where you're going with that, but yeah. We can I mean that. not yeah, not pin up like risque, more like, like uh, housewife pin up is what I meant. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. that look, that hair. There's okay, pin up isn't what I was going for. Vintage. Can we go vintage like yeah. rockabilly look this year? Yeah. Because I love those rockabilly dresses too. Do you see Aren't those? You? Yeah. Uh, but my problem is like I feel like it should be appropriate to wear them daily. Like maybe, Are you too. Okay, when we make a full appearance back to the office, let's do it. Yes. Full appearance back to the office. I feel like our boss is going to be like, what in the hell <laughs> is happening here? Every day, yeah. T-length dresses with tulle skirts and heels. Well, and I also love the show Outlander. And I have to tell you that I also love the old, like, 1700s period style clothes. So... Is that a Netflix type show? Or what's... Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix and Stars. Might be on Hulu, too. I don't... I don't know. I don't. Those are all I don't languages. Subscribe to cables or, or satellites. So I don't really know what's on, like satellites. I don't think TV. we have stars and and we have cable, and we don't have Netflix or Hulu. So because it's like one of those, one of those shows that people always talk about, and I'm always like, huh. It always puts me in the crochet mood too. I don't. I can. I could crochet all day and binge watch Outlander, and I'm sure our listeners. I'm sure we probably have some listeners that are the same because there's a face group, Facebook group. I'm not a part of it, but I see it sometimes in my suggested groups. That's like Outlander knitting and crocheting group, <laughs> and it's like it's basically like outfits that they wear on the shawls and that kind of stuff. But I've seen people post in some of my knitting groups like. This shawl that she's wearing here, do you think that this is the stitch that it is? Or, like, people get pretty hardcore about it. So, I thought people must yeah. really like it. Um, yeah. yeah. But I don't think that them. I won't show up one day wearing a corset and some big hoop skirt and stuff. To, to oh, my out. gosh. I don't know that they want to bring us back full time. <laughs> I feel like, here's the thing. I don't know how I'm going to sit in this chair. I'm going to need a special chair. Someone Join take the arms off when, the chair. When Sarah and I get pulled into HR for our non-professional clothing choices (laughs) listen i feel like if if we're if we're gonna go down the road of the handbook nowhere in the handbook doesn't say that i can't wear a corset and a hoop skirt it says that i can't wear a skirt above my fingertips or something like that i think but for a second you had me because saying you can't wear a skirt above your fingertips i was a little confused but you mean like well, above skirt. when your arms are down, like the <laughs> yes. okay? Because it was like you can't wear a skirt above your fingertips. I mean, I didn't. Why are you trying to? I'm not sure what's. <laughs> is that a new fad? Is that like a ring skirt? <laughs> what is happening? 
<laughs> no, I just mean like when your arms are down, like it has to go like past your fingertips or something. I'm going to have to look up this show because when you say a corset and a hoop skirt, I'm thinking you're looking like a gypsy. Like I'm picturing gypsy. <laughs> no, I don't know the technical terms for it, but I'm pretty sure that that's. Ooh, I'm going gonna, gonna to scope it out. So join us next week, listeners, as we uh, divulge in the handbook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, as we, I don't know, we'll talk about hoop skirts. I'm going to look it up, though, because I've never watched the show, so I don't really, other than, like I said, some some crochet and knitting post. But, yeah, we're going to check that out. And I'm not even joking. When we go back hardcore, we're going to find us a new era of wardrobe to go with. I know. I don't know why it stopped, to be honest with you. I don't know why the fashion has changed because I liked it so much better that way yeah because okay let's let's present it this way office places give us your feedback would you rather Sarah and I show up in like a gone with the wind style dress or perhaps a rockabilly t-length 60s ish vintage dress or in Sarah's case a non-gypsy looking hoop skirt (laughs) um even if I did show up looking like a gypsy here's the thing I find that it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. So I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think that they would rather us show up in that than right. to show up and say, like, those new uh, poochy leggings that everybody's trying to push on TikTok and everywhere else. Right. That's not the best term, hoochie leggings. But I guarantee as soon as I say that, any of our listeners that have seen these know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they're not covering up anyone's cellulite. I'm sorry. I've seen some larger ladies like myself wearing them. It's not nice. I just don't know what. I, I don't know. I need to. Like, I don't know where you would wear them to or anything. Like, they're meant to be worn around the house. I don't yes. know. Yes. No, they're all these. They, they wear them in their TikTok videos to make their booties look big. But here's the thing, like. <sighs> It just stresses me out. Kids in middle school don't need to be wearing thong-like leggings to make your booty look big. You're in sixth no. grade. Stop. Right. I wouldn't even feel comfortable wearing them, let alone being like 12. Right. Kids are off the hook. Would you, listeners, would you let your kids wear those leggings? Look them up. Check us out. Let us know. Yeah. <sighs> but seriously, we've talked probably too much tonight. So... <laughs> I don't know. It's been on a roll this long. We commend you. We are on a roll today. Um, <laughs> if you need us, we will be spending the rest of our night knitting, crocheting, and looking up sweet retro outfits to wear. Um, but you can find us. Look for us on Instagram at needleshooksdl or on Facebook at needleshooksdl. Or you can email us uh, needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. And that one is spelled all the way out because Gmail loves us. Um, so, I don't know. We always look for your interaction and your feedback. We love when you comment on our stuff or chat with us. Uh, so, find us on any of those social media platforms or find us next Tuesday. Uh, we'll be back here doing this again. Yep. Bye. Bye.